Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. Are you ready for today's podcast? I'm ready to rumble. Um, so one of you guys requested this on our last uh, podcast. You had commented in the YouTube section saying the YouTube section <laughs> um, saying that you wanted us to take a political compass test. Um, Christine from Simply Neological had uh, done this recently. Dude, I love Simply Neological. She's like pretty great. <laughs> I w- I've watched her, I would say, for like two or three years now. She's Canadian, isn't she? She is Canadian. She lives in Ottawa. My girl. I know. Okay. She's so great. Okay, so this is the whole thing that it says before the test. Okay. It says, please note that this isn't a survey and these aren't questions. (laughs) We don't like to label it. (laughs) Um, Their propositions to question the logic of individual ones that irritate you is to miss the point. Um, Some propositions are extreme and some are moderate. That's how we can show you whether you lean towards extremism or moderation on the compass. Your responses should not be overthought. Some of them are intentionally vague. Their, res- their purpose is to trigger reactions in the mind, measuring <clears throat> feelings and prejudices rather than the detailed opinions on policies. Okay. So do we, because what I thought we could do is like answer them step by step. I guess you'll have to like answer separately so we can see both of our political compass. But originally I was thinking that we should like expand. It, yeah, like it, like go through each one. Yeah. What do you think? I agree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, can you send me the link? I Sending just texted it to you. Oh, she's so on top of it. I'm like a professional. I only have 5%. <laughs> okay, well, my phone's <laughs> better answer quick. Yeah, no kidding. So I think that Christine and Ben might be, that's how she says Ben's name. <laughs> For anybody who watches Simply Neological. I think they might be like a little, little bit smarter than me. These questions. Same. Um, so the first question is, if economic globalization is inevitable, it should primarily serve humanity rather than the interests of transnational corporations. And you can say you strongly disagree, disagree, agree, or strongly agree. Okay, I see. So basically, like, we don't want these billion-dollar companies to be the only ones that are um, uh, benefiting. Yeah, like, should, should um, economic globalization benefit these companies or should it benefit humanity humanity i I strongly agree agree. i feel like you and i are going to have very similar results i think so too because we have like we we really don't disagree on politics can you can you imagine though if there's like a real left field (laughs) wrench (laughs) that leaves us like shell shocked (laughs) this is the first fight we have yeah (laughs) um the next it's not a question it's a statement um i'd always support my country whether it was right or wrong I strongly disagree. Yeah, I feel like we might get a little heat for that. Um, but I, yeah, I don't like to be like blind. You know what I mean? Like I like to see, because there's there's policies that I do agree with and I don't agree with even in, under like our administration right now. Um, and I wouldn't just like blindly accept those yeah. because they're policies of my country. Like I want to better my country Yeah. instead of just being like, Yep, my country's the greatest for Yeah, like no I don't reason. I don't think that like standing by your country blindly serves anybody. Yeah. But especially so the citizens of that country. You know what I yeah. mean? So I just yeah, I strongly disagree with that. I disagree. Like I'm I'm not saying strongly disagree because I I am still And this is the yeah. end of our friend. <laughs> because I am like patriotic. I love Canada. Right. So I don't I don't want to strongly disagree because I'm not it's not that I don't support my country, but the next question is going to just rock your world. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. Uh, The next statement is no one chooses his or her country of birth. So it's foolish to be proud of it. And I disagree with that. Yeah, I'm not going to strongly disagree because 
um it's true <laughs> you don't choose your country of birth it's such a lottery yeah right all any circumstance like your socioeconomical circumstance like your privilege and like it's all it's a lottery because we don't we don't get to choose that yeah um but i don't think that it's foolish to be proud of of things that people worked hard before you to implement well and also like to me like i'm i i would say that i'm proud of canada um you know, because obviously on the on the opposite side of that, like there's still bad things about Canada. Of yeah, course, of there's course. bad things in every single country. But I do feel like overall Canada does lean like a little bit more liberal, you know, like our um, like gay rights and stuff like that has been resolved for quite some time. Like that's not a, a an if anymore. Yeah, um, I would say. Sorry, I have a bubble in my throat. Um, I would say resolved. legally legally wise because of course there's still like homophobia and yeah yeah i was Um, gonna say dipshit canadians but homophobia a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i do feel like overall um just generalizing canada does lean a little bit more liberal and that's something that i'm proud of because obviously like that aligns with my views yeah um so i i'm proud of canada i but i think that going back to the last statement um before this I can be proud of Canada and I can love my country without agreeing with everything that it does. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Uh, the next statement is our race has many superior qualities compared with other races. That, what do you mean? Like the, this is what I read is like our race. I feel is like the human race, but I'm assuming it means you and I are white. That's what I read it as. Okay. Yeah, because, like, what would it be comparing other races to otherwise? The rat race. Yeah, I strongly disagree. (laughs) I strongly disagree as well for all the obvious reasons. Yeah, I'm just, like, thinking back to when it's, like, it's don't get emotionally charged. And I'm, like, I hate that this question's even on here. Obviously, it's for a reason, but, like, to think that somebody would hit agree. Or strongly agree. Yeah. (laughs) Let me see your results. I'm fucking great. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Um, The next statement is, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Oh. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, well, but there's too many, there's too many variables here. Like, to question the logic of it would be to miss the point. (laughs) (laughs) It's in their bag on purpose. But I, I wouldn't say that inherently the enemy of my enemy would be my friend. I think that it would just depend. I mean, sh- sure, if somebody's an enemy of my enemy, they're probably more alike me. Yeah. And I, we probably have, like, the same, more Whoa. similar values. But, yeah, they could be an enemy in a totally different way. <laughs> so I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree, too. Um, military action that defies international law is sometimes justified. I don't I, know enough about the law. I agree. I agree with that. Not, just, not strongly, but... I don't know. I don't know that I know enough instances where I could like pull. I mean, I think just like in a generalization type of way, I'm going to use that word so many times throughout this, I'm sure. Um, But I think that like in general, I don't necessarily believe that um, law inherently reflects morals or my morals or like what's right because like there have been laws throughout history that I strongly disagree with right um and so I just think that uh yeah I I do think that when it does say sometimes 
justified. Yeah, not all the time. Yeah. I'm fucking crazy. (laughs) I'll agree, but I wish that there was, like, a middle one where it's like, I neither agree nor disagree. (laughs) I do not know enough. I do not know enough. I do not (laughs) know enough. That would be me. (laughs) Um, There is now a worrying, there is now a worrying fusion of information and entertainment. I would say I strongly agree. I was going to say I strongly agree as well. I think it's worrying because um, there's so many news sources that are, there's so many entertainment sources that have now become sort of like news sources that just don't have the qualifications. I mean, even our podcast, like we try our best Mm -hmm. and like we've said so many times, like we don't want to be spreading misinformation, but at the same time, um, I mean, we could be. Yeah. And there would be a small percentage of the population who would just, like, take our word for it sort of thing. Um, And so that concerns me. Well, and I I think that's exactly it, is that, like, you you don't take entertainment as being that serious. So it's something that's, like, not very, like, thought out. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not making, like, a grand decision when you're choosing what, like, Netflix show to watch or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I think that when you're receiving, like, um, information from similar types of sources, it's like you're kind of just glossing over it so easily like you're not being critical you're not looking for additional sources and stuff but also I think that you know like we headlines are obviously meant to be clickbaity yeah a lot of the times and so people don't read the articles they read the headline yeah and they go from there and like I just I don't know it's well yeah that was the other thing I was gonna say that concerns me is now people people aren't gonna watch the news to watch uh I guess in in maybe their eyes on uninteresting news yeah you know and so the news seg- the news cycles are based off of what's gonna sell like what's gonna get ratings yeah and so in turn they're turning like tragedy and stuff like that into entertainment whether you're being entertained um like negatively yeah or positively and a lot of important information gets missed because it might not be so shiny to the eye mm-hmm. well and i do think as well that um <clears throat> In a way, I, I wonder how much people um, don't choose to go digging just because, like, the news in general is so depressing if you're paying attention even slightly. Yeah. And, and if that just means that you're reading headlines alone, it's still fucking depressing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know that, you know, a lot of people want to go digging. So it's sort of like if that's what you're relying on, then when I, it's a worrying fusion, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I can't, I can't even tell you the amount of times that I've debated with somebody over information that they have gotten from Facebook or a friend of a friend because they're living in the echo chamber, mm-hmm. right? Because they're only following the same sort of person. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, but here's all of my statistics that I found from reputable sources saying the exact opposite. And yeah. they're saying, well, I trust my uncle's cousin. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's a social media platform, okay? That's, yeah. not, that's not true. <laughs> Oh, boy. I hate that. Um, People are ultimately divided more by class than nationality. I wouldn't say more. Um, Yeah, I feel like I would say equally almost. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess in terms of scale, Mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So I'm going to say agree, but not strongly. Yeah, actually, yeah, I feel like... Your economical standpoint really, really determines who, well, your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your potential. Yeah. Well, and I think that more people are impacted by um, 
like like everybody is impacted by being divided by class yeah so i would say agree yeah i shouldn't i shouldn't say it is divided but it can like you your potential can be yeah thwarted by your oh, standing sure. yeah yeah for sure um controlling inflation is more important than controlling unemployment dude i never understood inflation okay i agree with that i tried to ask somebody at work one time he was like a guest and i tried to ask him to explain inflation to (laughs) Uh, me sir will you eat your steak uh might i just ask (laughs) i honestly don't even know how i got into these conversations with some of these people but we really i learned a lot as a bartender um and he tried to explain it to me and it still doesn't really make sense and he did a really good job at like breaking it down and it still didn't really make sense to me like she was here yeah like why things cost more and he was like oh because this person's charging more for this but it's like why can't the person at the very very top just not charge more <laughs> like that inflation will <laughs> why do we have money at all yeah <laughs> I, I did uh when i took a quiz or whatever in grade eight i came out a socialist so yeah maybe that's where i um stand with that controlling inflation is more important than controlling unemployment well yeah because it right now we don't even have livable wages even if you're employed, it's still not like livable. So, well, and I say I would agree because I think that in, in a way, um, down the line, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about it either to expand yeah. on it. Um, because corporations cannot be trusted to voluntarily protect the environment, they require regulation. Strongly, Strongly agree. agree. <laughs> yes. Strongly agree. Fuck a corporation. This, uh, I I was literally complaining about this in therapy the other day. I was like, and Annie, you know, I'm like, the world is dying. We're not going to do anything about it. No one's going to do anything until we have to do it. And I'm like, I struggle with this because I'm like personal input versus like, what can I, I can't change anything. Like I was just, she was like, what the fuck? (laughs) You are on one today. She's having an existential crisis. Um, This is how I feel is, yes, I think that the public needs to do their part i think that we should all be trying to take the uh initiative yeah and like the better approach but it starts with the corporations because if it's not an option we have to abide right like if if they stopped making grocery bags like single-use plastic grocery bags we wouldn't be able to use them and then on the other hand i think i know you're gonna say (laughs) if we stopped using them yeah exactly then um the corporations would stop making them because it's all based on money. If we stop purchasing them for five cents or 10 pence mm-hmm. or whatever it is where you are, um, then they're going to stop because they're not making any money off of it. And they, if they find that they've released a sustainable alternative and that is selling better, they're going to change over and, and sell that instead. So, yeah, um, I don't know. I think that it's a lot. I don't know if I should say easier, but I think I think it would make a bigger impact quicker if we just implemented the laws because then there's just no choice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, would there be like some sort of rebellion? Not like rebellion, but like would people be pissed about it? Absolutely, because people are pissed about wearing a mask over their face for Christ's sake. Yeah. So, I mean, like, are you going to think that your rights are being taken away because we can't use plastic bags? Maybe. I mean, people value convenience above all else. <laughs> like, that's the truth. Like, it, it really comes down to that. And I do think, yeah, it's hard because it is like a chicken versus egg that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But it's, I don't know, like, it's its just supply and demand, so. Well, and there's a lot of things that the general public actually can't um, do their part in. Like, yeah, the emissions sure. and, like, stuff like that that these companies are 
you know, they're not being held to any standards about. So the plastic bag thing was just like an example, but I'm very upset. I like that I got to compare the loss of a plastic bag to having to wear a mask because that is how silly I see it. Yeah, I agree. People getting upset about it. Next statement. How do you feel about masks? Um, for, uh, from each according to his ability to each according to his need is a fundamentally good idea. Hold on. I have to break that down on my head for a second. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I understand. Aces in their places, basically. Oh, yeah, I agree. I like aces in their place. I strongly agree. Yeah. I love aces in their places. Why wouldn't you, you know? Why wouldn't you put the best... I'm trying to think of what the the option, uh, the alternative. If you were equally confused by that statement, I'm going to try and like explain it as best I can. Um, so basically, those that are good at what they're good at should be put in those roles um, to benefit those to each according to his need. How do you break this down? Aces in their places. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people will understand aces in their places. Yeah. Um, I really like that. I feel like I used that when I was working on a team because we all have different uh, skills and we could like you and I could be good at the same task, but you might be better. And I think that you should be put to that task because if you can do it better than I, why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? And vice versa. If I was a little bit better at a skill, like why wouldn't I take that on? Because also it's going to be easier for me because I'm just inherently or through training better at that skill. Well, and I do think, too, that, like, people are, um, if if given the opportunity to flourish at what they're good at, mm. I think that's far more beneficial overall um, than trying to cram someone into a different role mm-hmm. just because it's what what's convenient, maybe, you know? Yeah. yeah, the happiness level. Like, when I was, like, the ace put in my place when I was a bartender, I was way happier than if I was trying to do the job that I... <laughs> bless you (laughs) the job that I wasn't as good at and then the team just runs more smoothly like if everybody is doing the job that they're like the most happy doing and the most successful at I you know success happiness correlation so the question yeah the thing is the the statement is the freer the market the freer the people I just don't know I think some people are dickheads that's the that's the thing is that I do think I don't think that all laws are correct mm-hmm. or moral, but I do think that there's a necessity for um, structure. Yeah. I think there's a necessity for regulation in certain markets, for sure. Well, and I, and I think as well that that actually protects people. Yeah. I'm going to say a disagree. Yeah, me too. Based I, on my understanding. Like, I'm a little worried because I know that, like, worried putting my views out there, I mean, because I know that a lot of people don't like when other people, like, just back their government. But it's not that I'm backing, like, any one government. I just think that people would, like, hoard an entire market and then mm-hmm. become, become their own self-governing sort of supplier for that. I mean, look at like what happened with um, Amazon during the pandemic. Well, we're still in a pandemic, but during the initial quarantine, um, they hoarded like all of the hand sanitizer and were selling it for like $80 a pop. Yeah. You know, and so there needs to be some sort of regulation so that people don't do that. There's a lot of people who are just inherently greedy. Well, and I think that like um, fundamentally, I can say that I disagree because I think that there needs to be regulations, but that doesn't necessarily mean that like, I feel that the current regulations in our country right. perfectly align with my beliefs. Right. 
the next statement is it's a sad reflection on our society that something as basic as drinking water is now a bottled branded consumer product i strongly agree yeah i um i don't know that i think that it's a sad reflection on our society that it's like a consumer product because um we would all have to have filtration devices somehow i think that that's the point though is that there's so many um communities that are underserved so the result of that is that there's companies capitalizing on that by having water being bottled like you know this natural resource that everyone should have a right to and should have a right to like clean drinking water kind of thing is something that's being capitalized on but if we didn't i mean i don't i'm not like disagreeing i'm just trying to like make sense of it if we didn't have like sure branded water sure um but if we didn't have filtered water like filtered by some entity we would have to filter it ourselves so then we would have to buy like iodine tablets or like filtration devices anyway but but that's what i mean is that i think that it's it's kind of saying like um that this should be a system that's afforded to communities regardless Mm. like it shouldn't be something that's like bottled and packaged and you know sold to us at a profit like it should just be something that is yeah is just free subsidized yeah like yeah exactly okay yeah yeah i would yeah okay um land shouldn't be a commodity to be bought and sold in my heart of hearts i actually agree with that (laughs) i don't no I don't know only because I'm like what's the alternative because like I literally haven't even considered that the only reason that I I have that like first like thought is because when I was in grade eight we were talking about it and if I was living so many years ago where it wasn't so much of like you know neighborhoods and stuff like that like if all we knew was like I had my land, you had your land, like we had free, like a commune situation, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Okay, it always comes back to the commune, right? I I don't think it would work because history shows us that it doesn't work because people come in and invade, obviously, and take over because we're greedy motherfuckers. But in a perfect world, I do think that we should have, we should have a right to the planet that, like who decided that you now the government now owns this land but like the government stole it from other people yeah it's like to me that's such like a ridiculous like thing that this is like actual history um so yeah in a perfect world i think that we should be able to live on the land and use the land and whatever and nobody should be greedy but alas we all are so to some extent okay here's where i feel like it goes south though is like so let's say like I have my lot for my house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I build my house on it. So I didn't buy the lot. I was given it by whomever. <laughs> like I just... You found it. <laughs> okay, sure. But then what's to say that somebody else doesn't go set up a fucking tent in my backyard? And they're like, well, this land is your land. This land is my land. <laughs> exactly. But that's how we would live. I don't know that I'm down okay okay. I don't know like I just I guess that I just don't understand what like a viable alternative is because I think that it would be mayhem (laughs) well in today's society yeah because we've all grown up in this way Mm -hmm. but yeah I I know that like my my like internal your gut reaction yeah is like it's not a feasible thing now Mm -hmm. but what I wish it was 
is that we all had just found land. We set up shop. We all had our own skills. Yeah. You know, like maybe you guys are good at like basket weaving and maybe you guys are good at like gathering fruits and oh, veggies. Oh, wow. This is really going like back to... Like really far back. Yeah, I'm okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we all kind of use aces in our places and we live harmoniously and nobody comes and fucking invades us because we're not greedy. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, obviously history shows us that that's not what would have happened because it didn't happen, but in my perfect world. I'm going to disagree. However, I'm going to preface that by saying that I do think this system currently is broken. Mm -hmm. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Okay. It is regrettable that many personal fortunes are made by people who simply manipulate money and contribute nothing to their society. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that like many people don't contribute to their society, but I would agree that um a lot of people manipulate <laughs> the system. I think that it should have if the sentence ended at by people who simply manipulate money end sentence. Yeah. I would say that I agree, but contribute nothing to their society. I just feel like that's very, very rare. Like, yeah. Because even with like Jeff Bezos, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Nobody yeah. deserves to have that level of wealth. But at the same time, to say that Jeff Bezos contributed nothing to society would be incorrect. Yeah. Because he provided a service that's very valuable. Yeah. So, you know, like I, I think that that's, I don't know. Like I want to, I want to answer it based off if that, end part was I'm gonna disagree but I do think that the rich get richer (laughs) oh for sure and society is set up in a way to reward people who already have money (laughs) I don't even get me started (laughs) it literally drives me fucking crazy dude everything about how our system is set up like that drives me fucking crazy when I was broke as shit my fucking bank account cost me so much more money money that like I needed like that $14 made a difference yeah and now it costs me nothing yeah. because I have money in the bank. And like even just like public transit, oh, fuck me. Don't even <laughs> give me start on. Uh, with public transit, it's like, you know, we've just, we funded it over and over and over again. And it gets more and more expensive. And to the point where it's like, this is no longer public. No, yeah. It's, it's really expensive in Vancouver to take the SkyTrain. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Considering that like already... It's, it's just kind of like such a catch-22 because it's either like you live downtown where it's super expensive or close to downtown where it's expensive, or you live where it's cheaper, but then you're paying a shit ton of money to get downtown to your job or school or whatever. Yeah. Well, and our society <sighs> is set up where you have to travel in some way yeah. to get places, to the grocery store, to whatever. Because we aren't living in a commune. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know, just saying... Um, but especially for, you know, people with kids, like when I was a kid, it cost two seventy five to take the bus or two two twenty five when I first started taking the bus. I don't know what it is now, but I know that it's not two twenty five to take the SkyTrain. Yeah. Can you imagine having to send your kid to school with ten dollars that they could take the bus to school and back? Like that would be enough for me for two two days, not one. Yeah. And then also lunch. <laughs> Yeah. It's just crazy. You have two kids. It's $20 a day that you're spending on their transportation, not to mention your transportation. It's fucking insane, dude. It's crazy. Um, So I'm going to disagree with that one just because of that end statement of it. Yeah. Um, Protectionism is sometimes necessary in trade. 
I need to look that up. Yeah, I don't know what protect- protectionism is. So the theory or practice of shielding a country's domestic industries from foreign competition by taxing imports. Um, I would agree. Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree. agree. Yeah, because we want to be able to continue our economy. Well, and I do think like in Canada in particular, our economy is so reliant upon the states. And so a lot of our corporations are owned by American corporations, which right. just puts us even more at risk to their you know, policies and stuff like that. So I would say, agree. The only social responsibility of a company should be to deliver a profit to its shareholders. Oh, I strongly disagree. (laughs) Yeah, that's not even... What a fucking statement. A question. Um, The rich are too... (laughs) Strongly disagree. It says the rich are too highly taxed. And that's coming from someone who is like... I'm highly taxed. Yeah. (laughs) But that's the thing is like, is it stressful Yes, it is, because I don't have my fucking ducks in a row. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think that, like, it's fucking insane to not, you know what I mean? And, like, the fact that there is so many loopholes and the fact that there's, like, the, the, the rich do get fucking richer. And, like, it's because they are willing to manipulate the system a lot of times. They're willing to take advantage of loopholes. And it's just, like, so you're, you would rather benefit yourself only yeah. than have your money then, you know, contribute to everybody around you you know yeah like well and oh man um i mean i talk about being danish a lot for somebody who's like only a quarter danish <laughs> but <laughs> i'm gonna go back to my danish roots but i do i love denmark so much um they're taxed extremely high and honestly i my like political beliefs align so much with what I've found in Denmark Mm -hmm. and even things like the school systems and everything that's subsidized by the government. And it's like, I do know that there are some people that I met in Denmark who were like a little salty that they were getting taxed. I think it was 60% um, that they were getting taxed. But all of my cousins have like master's degrees and are, are, you know, because of that, because of the opportunity for them to go to school and reach their potential, they're making a higher wage than maybe they would have if they didn't have the same opportunities. Well, and like for me, I'm not inherently against like millionaires. Like I'm not inherently against people that are like really, really wealthy. I'm against billionaires, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) But like I'm not against people who, you know, make good money, fine. But like I I do think that that needs to be fed back into the economy in a way because people yeah. are it's it's people are just hoarding money. Yeah. So it does nothing for anybody and like okay sure you can pass that on to your kids that's one group. Yeah. <laughs> of people rather than, you know, benefiting an, an entire society. Yeah. You know, like I just I don't know. I'm pretty sure I read something about um Walt Disney's granddaughter or daughter or something who's like giving she's giving away that cash. Yeah, I, I don't I haven't looked it up, so don't quote me on that. But I do know that I've read a lot of things about her. And I'm like, you go, girl. Love it. Crushed it. Anyway. Um, Those with the ability to pay should have access to higher standards of medical care. I strongly disagree. Yeah. Are you joking? No. I think that it's crazy that... um, I think it's crazy that there's anyone who receives a lower grade of health care. Yeah. And that's absolutely what's happening. Yeah. You know? And I... I just think that healthcare should, everyone should have access to healthcare and to proper, adequate <laughs> care. Well, and even like, because I think a lot of people would interpret that of like, well, but why shouldn't you be allowed to, you know, go to a different country or like get in quicker if you can pay for it or whatever kind of thing. But that just goes back to the fact that like there's fundamental issues mm-hmm. within our medical care. Right. Um, 
that need to be corrected because yeah. there shouldn't be these ridiculously long wait times insulin shouldn't cost a fucking arm and a leg yeah like you know what i mean like th- those are things that are issues that you shouldn't have to ha- work around them yeah you know they yeah there should be a way for it to be provided for to sure. you um governments should penalize businesses that mislead the public i strongly agree yeah i don't even need to go into detail no i think that's pretty a genuine free market requires restrictions on the ability of predator multinationals to create monopolies. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's kind of what I was talking about before. Then how is that a free market? Do you, can you explain that to me or no? Um, I don't know if I can like explain the free market situation because I was like a little iffy on it first. But um, like when we were talking about... Uh, so like I'm guessing because it's not controlled by the government, they would need restrictions on the ability of like what are multinationals? Uh, companies that are in multiple different countries. So I guess that it, there just wouldn't be like government regulation on those companies, but then they need restrictions. But that would be imposed by the government. Anyway, from I don't I don't really understand this question in its entirety, but I feel like I agree with it based on what I was saying about people hoarding. <laughs> I would agree too. <laughs> Just a moment to thank today's sponsor, which is Native. Native deodorant is filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil for its antimicrobial properties, shea butter for moisturizing, and tapioca starch to absorb wetness. Native deodorant is also starting an initiative to become plastic-free by 2023. Their plastic-free deodorant will be available in five different scents for men and women, coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, charcoal, and citrus and herbal musk. I love me a musk. You know, so do I. In my candles, in my deodorants. In my perfumes. In my in my perfumes. Native deodorant is also formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc, which can clog your sweat glands and keep you from sweating. It's vegan and never tested on animals, and there's no risk to try. Native offers free shipping and 30-day returns and exchanges in the U.S. We also, in the mail recently, got sent the pumpkin spice latte deodorant. I put smelling like a whole bunch of fall. Sam, I put that <laughs> under my armpits, okay? And I was walking around my house. I'm not even joking. This isn't even like me being dramatic. I was walking around my house and I'm like, why does it smell like a pumpkin spice latte in here? And I remembered that it's because I was wearing that deodorant. It genuinely smells like a pumpkin spice latte. Like the the flavor tones are uncanny. I didn't I didn't eat it. I don't recommend eating it. But like the, the flavor tones of my nose, the scent tones is pumpkin spice latte through and through. And also this is like such a, a small thing, but I really like the color of orange on the outside of the packaging. It is cute packaging. It's such, yeah. it's such a cute color of orange. It just like I concur. And like aligned with the rest of my deodorants because now I have the <laughs> I'm really the whole going rainbow. In. Yeah, because I have like the lavender one, which is like a purple color, and then the coconut and vanilla one, which is like a cute like nude color, and then I have the pumpkin spice, which is the orange color. They just look so nice, and I'm like, which one am I gonna pick today? <laughs> and I really do. I go back and forth depending on how I'm feeling. Anyway, let's move on. So if you guys would like to try native deodorant, you can go to nativedeo.com/approachable20 and use code approachable20 at checkout for 20% off your first order. And that's native ceo.com slash approachable 20 and use promo code approachable 20 for 20% off your first order. Thanks so much, Native. Thanks. Okay. We had to take a brief break because my phone was going to die. 
All right. Now I'll look at some of our personal social values. Um, abortion, when the woman's life is not threatened, should always be illegal. Strongly disagree. I strongly disagree as well. Um, all authority should be questioned. I said agree. I Sorry, I already did it on my phone. Because her phone was dying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I said agree. I think that you should question authority, but I think there's another question where I'll explain further. Okay, so I would say agree. I just think strongly agree is like a little too intense, but yeah. I but I do. I mean, I fucking agree. Yeah, you question authority. <laughs> oh, yeah. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. I disagree. That reminded me of when we were playing Settlers of Catan. <laughs> and I was like, an eye for an eye. And you were like, what's the rest of that saying? <laughs> Makes the whole world blind, Alyssa. <laughs> And um, it's the truth. But I did say disagree to that. Because, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. In real life, I don't believe in eye for an eye. In so Catan, your political views don't bleed into board games? No, I'm a maniac in board games. <laughs> Interesting. Um, taxpayers should not be expected to prop up any theaters or museums that cannot survive on a commercial basis. I strongly disagree. Yeah, I said disagree because I think that um, art and entertainment are like a right. But I also think that, um, like, museums, like, historical... Yeah. It, that needs to be preserved. Yeah, for sure. So I strongly fucking disagree. Um, Schools should not make classroom attendance compulsory. Hmm. <laughs> How do I feel about that? Well, gosh, I just don't know. What about you? I said disagree because I do think that education is really important. And I think that... In life, you have to do things that you don't always want to do, and that's just kind of the way it is, and it sometimes is for the greater good. And, um, you know, you don't, <laughs> to, like, really break it down, like, you don't always want to eat your vegetables, but you kind of got to eat your vegetables, you know what I mean? And so for me, if a kid could just, like, stay at home and play all day, of course that's what they want to do, but I think that it's important that you learn and you have an education do i think that there's something really wrong with public school yeah for sure there's lots really wrong with it that i don't agree with but i do think that attendance is important because kids don't always want to do i'll say disagree too but is that how you feel um i just don't know how to feel and there's no neutral ground um i I agree, obviously. I think education is incredibly important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do disagree like very heavily with much of how public schools are set up. The fact that we have to like ask if we can go to the bathroom. F fucking weird. Or like, but, like everything about it, like dress codes and stuff like that and how much those are like just inherently misogynistic. And mm -hmm. it, it just like I could go on and on and on. So it's it's hard for me to like side with the thing that I ultimately just I don't agree with yeah. overall yeah you know one of my teachers had a take five thing where she gave out five I think per semester or per quarter or whatever and you could just hand one in and you could take five minutes for whatever you didn't even have to say what you were going to do gonna go smoke a quick blunt <laughs> <laughs> taking a fiver but like if you just needed to like get out and like yeah. walk the halls for five minutes or whatever and then you had your like take five pass and I think that that's cool and I just feel like if she was able to do that, like, I feel like teachers have more autonomy yeah. than they, like, let on. Yeah, I agree. You know? Okay. Um, all people have their rights, but it is better for all of us 
the different sorts of people should keep to their own kind. <laughs> I obviously strongly disagree. <laughs> I strongly disagree as well. Oh, um, good parents sometimes have to spank their children. I strongly disagree. I strongly disagree. My dad literally never once touched me, like hit me, spanked me, whatever. And like I respected him 100%. I just think, what does that teach your kids? You yeah. know what I mean? Like that teaches your kids that so many things like that yeah. if you don't abide by authority which we've already prefaced we believe should be questioned now yeah. and again you know like I just yeah I, again we don't have kids I feel like a responsibility to say that but I do think it's important it's important to me anyway that we teach our kids that there there needs to be a why and I'm sure that that gets really exhausting when you're a parent and you just like don't want to explain why they need to tie their freaking shoes or whatever but to me that teaches further on down the line that they're never going to be like innovators and maybe not never maybe that's a little like bit of a stretch but like just because you say this is the right way to do it but I found a better way like let's discuss the why behind it why the why has always been so important to me to even understand something yeah I need the why well and I just don't think that love and violence should be synonymous no so yeah I strongly disagree I do too um okay it's natural for children it's natural for children to keep some secrets from their parents I agree yeah I said I think I said strongly agree because um I think I think privacy is really important for everybody. I don't think that anybody should uh, have to be fully 100 percent open with anyone. Yeah. If they're not ready. I agree with that. Um, Possessing marijuana for personal use should not be a criminal offense. Strongly fucking agree. Yeah, I strongly agree. Um, The prime function of schooling should be to equip the future generations to find jobs. I disagree. I said agree. I didn't strongly agree because I don't think that that should be the only or like the main thing. But that's what it says, the prime function. Yeah, and I don't think it should be the prime function, but I do think that school should prepare you for jobs, which I feel like right now, the way that it's set up, it honestly like doesn't fully do that. <laughs> I think that it not only doesn't do that, but also I, I think that um, if you invest time into teaching kids like through school to how to be like good people and functional adults and all that kind of stuff I think that that lends to them being um you know a a good employee as well yeah so I think prime function no I I disagree yeah um people with serious inheritable disabilities should not be allowed to reproduce strongly disagree yeah obviously I strongly disagree good lord um the most important thing for children to learn is to accept discipline I can't remember if I said disagree or strongly disagree. Yeah, no, I strongly disagree. Yeah, I think that it's important that people learn that there's consequences to certain actions, absolutely, but... Yeah. What did it say, prime or... The more important thing, the most important thing for children to learn is to accept discipline. No, I don't think that's the most important thing that children learn. (laughs) No. Um, There are no savage and civilized peoples. There are only different cultures. I said strongly disagree. I strongly agree. Wait, huh? There are no savages and civilized peoples. There are only different cultures. Oh, I read it differently. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I and definitely- it changed the very course of the outcome. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't. I, I've, my outcome was like very much what I thought it was going to be, but um, I read it as 
like certain civilizations are just savages and certain are civilized. Yeah, yeah you, the, the opposite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I strongly disagree with that because um, or strong you strongly disagree or strongly agree? sorry strongly agree right yeah, that there are no savage and civilized peoples um, because I I just think that like um, the, okay this one's going to be controversial controversial mm-hmm. for people but um, you know even when I think the Olympics were happening in Korea. Um, and people were condemning them and wanting to sign petitions because, like, um, of, like, the dog meat trade within Mm. Korea. And I just, I don't know. I take issue with that because it's, like, who are we to decide what animals are okay to eat and what animals aren't okay to eat? And so we can point at another civilization and say, well, you guys are, like, how could you? Like, you're, like, savages for eating fucking dogs. But it's, like, but it's only because you value dogs higher right. than you value any other animal. And, like, I just think that that is wrong. Yeah. Like, like you don't get to decide that Western society is the right society. Um, and, and, it's, and that's not to say that I agree with everything that goes on in other societies. But I also don't agree with much of what goes on in our society. Right. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I strongly agree with that. Yeah, so I wish I could change my answer, but I already took it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know in your heart that it's there. <laughs> but I do think that there are, uh, I wouldn't say savage is the right word, but I think that there, well, I know that there are people who are like evil. <laughs> like there's people oh, who are born sure. without empathy and stuff like that. And But that's and, not a, that's not a, no, a sp- like pertaining to a particular group of people. No, yeah. Um, okay, those who are able to work and refuse the opportunity should not expect society's support. Sorry, can you read that again? Hmm. Those who are able to work and refuse the opportunity should not expect society's support. Okay, so I did agree. I think this is going to be controversial. Okay. Um, this is why I agreed. Because there are people that I've known who could work and are very like able-bodied, able-minded, able-minded, um, and chose not to because they didn't like the position that they were offered. Mm. And so <laughs> I just don't agree with that. I think that if you're able to and you need money to live, then you kind of like, as long as it's not demoralizing or whatever, um, I think that you take that job until you can find one that you are like really happy with. I would say, hmm, I would say that I agree as well. Um, I do think that, um, I, I, I think that, like, someone's definition of able to work right. is subjective. Yeah. Um, which is the only thing that makes me kind of be like, eh. um, when you are troubled, it's better not to think about it, but to keep busy with more cheerful things. I... I'm like neutral, but I would say that I would sooner disagree than agree. Yeah, I agreed. Um, but I'll preface that by saying that's what I do. Yeah. And I think that moreover, it's important to, as I've learned, really hash out why you're troubled and, you know, if you can afford it, which is so sad that we have to say, like, if you can afford it, yeah. um, go to therapy and stuff like that. But I do find that if that's not an option, when it wasn't an option for me, distracting myself was the only way that I was going to get through my day sort of thing. So that's why I agreed. 
And I would just say for me, um, I would disagree because I, I find that I, I will stew and stew and stew. Like I have a really hard time um, diverting my attention mm -hmm. elsewhere. Um, uh, first generation immigrants can never be fully integrated with their new country. I strongly disagreed. I mean, I would say I disagree. Like, I don't know how they'll feel. <laughs> right. I think, um, I, yeah, I think it's saying from, like, your yeah. perspective. Okay, well, then I strongly disagree. Yeah. Um, what's good for the most successful corporations is always ultimately good for all of us. Wow, strongly fucking disagree. Yeah. Wait, I want to go back to that other question. Okay. Um, because what now that I'm thinking about it more what does fully integrated really mean I know that some of the questions are really vague because I think that you can be Canadian but hold on to your traditions of for sure of whatever you so yeah. you know what I mean as long as it's like within the law of Canada um yeah you know and and like I yeah hmm I don't know that's such a weird question yeah I'm still not 100% sure on my answer now yeah. Because I do, yeah, like, I, I feel the same. Like, why do you have to be fully integrated? And I think that um, a lot of the times, like, we view integration with um, uh, not indoctrination, but... But, like, matching society. Yeah, like, like becoming one with that society mm -hmm. rather than becoming part of it as your unique self. Yeah, I guess what I'll say is that... I'm going to change strongly disagree to disagree. Yeah, I think I said, well, no, I actually think I said strongly disagree. Um, but I want to, like, <laughs> change my answer to it, if you have immigrated, you are a Canadian. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, for sure. that's why I said strongly disagree. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think that you should have to, like, do, you know what I mean? Like, change who you grew up as. Yeah, like, I, I don't agree with... Yeah, the people that are like, well, go back to your country if you don't like it here. It's like, but we don't like some things here. Yeah. So, like, why is that okay? And I also think yeah. that, like, um, something that was really eye-opening for me um, several years ago was someone saying that um, we only have an issue, we, we don't have an issue with white immigrants. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when British people or Australians or whatever are coming to Canada or the U.S. or wherever, we're like, oh, great, cool. They're, like, from Australia. It's sexy, you know? Yeah. Um, but anybody else people take issue with i i literally was sitting in the doctor's office like a year ago and these women were complaining about immigrants i remember this i remember this dude because i was i was irate <laughs> these women were immigrants yeah i can't remember where they were from now but i think they were from um like either like poland or um anyway they were white and they were complaining <laughs> about immigrants and they had they were speaking about when they immigrated from their countries it was a lot more white in Canada and I'm just like oh oh my god oh my god there's so much wrong with this conversation and the fact that you are like even willing to have it in public is like uh, so embarrassing uh, I was like I was jumping out of my skin Ugh. yeah oh boy um, and I was I should say I was in the wrong there because I didn't say anything Hindsight 2020. Yeah. Next time. I, and that's the thing is I said something to you and not to them. Anyway. No broadcasting institution, however independent its content, should receive public funding. I disagree. I think I said agree. 
No broadcasting institution, however independent its content, should receive public funding. Why do you Why do you agree? Because I worry that if they received public funding, it's lobbying. It could, yeah, it could sway their content eventually. Yeah, yeah. I guess that I would just say that I feel like it's valuable to financially support yeah. various institutions. Yeah, <laughs> um, which you know one could argue that then sways any institution. I think I'm going to say disagree, but not strongly. <laughs> um, okay, wow, this is never ending. I know. Um, our civil liberties are being excessively curbed in the name of counterterrorism. I feel like this is more applicable to Americans, personally. I can't remember what I said to that one. I think I was confused. Our civil liberties are being excessively curbed in the name of counterterrorism. Oh, I said, I said disagree, and this is how I made it make sense in my head. I was thinking about, like, all of the, um, like, airport security and stuff like that, how people think that it's, like, their right to not have to go through airport security. Yeah. And I don't think that my civil liberties are being curbed because we now have security. Yeah, I disagree with that, yeah. too. Um, a significant advantage of a one-party state is that it avoids all the arguments that delay progress in a democratic political system. Wow, I strongly disagree. Yeah, because how is it democracy if there's one party to choose from? Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I disagree. Um, although the electronic age makes official surveillance easier, only wrongdoers need to be worried. I disagree. I disagree. Well, I strongly disagree, actually. Um, yeah, I yeah. don't, I don't know. I just believe in privacy, as we all know, so... Well, and, and I think that, like, we look at how um, our justice system is corrupt in many ways. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would, um, you know, like, it would it would affect different communities exponentially over others. You know yeah. what I mean? So we would see, and we do see, people of color being um, persecuted right. very, very differently right. <laughs> from white people. So I think that. No, I, I strongly disagree. Um, the death penalty should be an option for most serious crimes. I, I'm, I'm going to say I disagree. That's what I said. Because it's hard for me because on the one hand, I mean, I, I just, oh, it's so hard. Because I don't think that death, anyone deserves death. But then I disagree with that in some ways. Yeah, I was thinking also from a tax standpoint, like if this person is never going to be rehabilitated and their crime is so, so serious that like there's no way they're ever going to set, set foot mm -hmm. outside of a prison, like why do my tax... And I'm not really one to really be like, my tax dollars, but yeah. like why do my tax dollars have to fund this guy? Yeah. Or girl, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I... Well, first of all, I think that serious crime is subjective again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Uh, and I think that, again, we have communities that are being disproportionately affected by that. Right. Um, and so I, but yeah, it's hard because, I mean, there are some people that, like, I read certain articles and I'm like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, I, I'm not upset to see them gone necessarily. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's, that's really hard. But I'm going to say disagree, not strongly disagree. Yeah. Again. My thing, too, with, like, the, you know, the system being flawed is, like, what if somebody was wrongfully convicted for a really, exactly. really heinous murder and now they're, there's no coming back from that. Like, it's horrific to see people who are, like, doing life get released because they were exonerated. 
but there's no coming back from it doesn't death. matter yeah. yeah yeah so that's like yeah oh yeah um in a civilized society one must always have people above to be obeyed and people below to be commanded strongly disagree i think oh i agreed really <laughs> yeah because i um, think there, i think there needs to be regulation again exactly and structure but yeah. i don't think it necessarily has to be a hierarchy um i don't think it needs to be one person but i feel like and maybe it's because of how i was raised in this society that has obviously this type of government or whatever but i think that there needs to be a governing authority that lays out laws or regulations or whatever and there to be some sort of consequence if we don't abide by them because we see um that if there isn't you do whatever you want and it's not always for the greater good yeah i don't know it's a hard one that is a hard one (laughs) i'm i'm gonna stick with disagree though yeah um abstract art that doesn't represent anything shouldn't be considered art at all (laughs) i strongly disagree i said disagree who gives a fuck but like i a little bit agree because i don't understand uh a lot of art especially abstract art Mm -hmm. um but just because i don't understand it doesn't mean that it doesn't elicit feelings in other people and i think that's exactly it i don't think that art is inherently meant to be understood i think it's meant to be enjoyed yeah and 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 at that rate it's subjective so i think that who gives a shit yeah for sure but i mean like do do does like a jackson pollock elicit feelings for me no should have seen stuff from his darker days man it was interesting (laughs) (laughs) he lived a real life outside of that but that's the thing is like his life would elicit feelings in me not the art but that's because i'm not like really art minded hand in hand that's a thing i know i'm not i'm not disagreeing that like that's so true for you yeah but for me like i look at art and i'm like but it is it is <laughs> interesting seeing those things aligned because like he felt like he couldn't if i recall correctly if this is the correct artist in that i have in mind um he basically couldn't the, the jackson pollock that you're thinking of he felt like he couldn't trump that kind of thing like he couldn't go above that so then his art became really fucked up <laughs> like really like dark and weird and like yeah because he just felt like he could never you know accomplish yeah. more than that the the art that i appreciate um as i've found is symmetry oh ah, okay yeah. okay What's like a painting that you've really enjoyed? I'm just like, I'm just <laughs> curious at this point. I honestly, I couldn't tell you. Like when I walk through museums. Starry I, Night? No, I really, really enjoyed Starry Night. But I think that oh, it was Starry more Night. so the fact that I learned so much about specifically that painting through yeah. school. And so it brought back feelings for me of learning about the painting um, instead of like the swirls in the brush strokes. Oh, and it was so cool like to that. see in person for it, exactly that reason. Yeah. I, I did cry when I saw it, but I think it was more so that I was like, oh my gosh, like starstruck. Such a famous painting. Yeah. yeah. But um, I remember walking through a couple museums with you in New York and I was pointing out stuff that I like because you asked me that same question. You were like, oh, okay, so you like symmetry. And I was like, sure. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, in criminal justice, punishment should be more important than rehabilitation. I strongly disagreed with that. Um, oh, yeah. Strongly disagree as well. Yeah, I think that there, I think that there are certain people, and, and even like serial killers especially, who have even said um, that they can't be re- rehabilitated. And I think that that's an interesting thing that they know. Uh, but there are so many offenders who have the capacity for rehabilitation um and i I think that that's more important than punishment in certain 
instances. Well, and I just think like like thinking about how many people have like childhood trauma exactly. and how much that shapes you as an adult. Exactly. I think it's so fucking unfair because again, you didn't choose your family mm-hmm. or your circumstances. So does that mean that you don't deserve a shot at life? No. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might make mistakes as a result of that, but I think that rehabilitation is super important because I do think there's lots of people that fall between the cracks because we just immediately write them off mm-hmm. and that doesn't do anything for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a waste of time to, re- well, <laughs> it's a waste of time to try to rehabilitate some criminals. Well, I guess I would say I agree for some. Uh, I think I said disagree because I think, I think we should always try. Yeah. <laughs> but if there's, if you're not seeing progress, especially in the empathy department, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying because I think that, um, um, sociopaths now have a really bad rap as a uh, rep as well, because we see, uh, sociopathy like so often with serial killers like we mm. kind of think the same of the two but there are people who are born without empathy who aren't going around and like killing people killing people so I don't want to like continue that stigma but um in <laughs> violent offenders you know showing remorse is one of the main things that I I from what I've learned on like crime documentaries and shit like that is one of the main things that they look for in rehabilitation so yeah I'm gonna stick with agree I feel like there's I feel like there are those people that like you could um you could uh what is it called this is going to be the worst to edit um like I feel like there are people that you could determine like Mm. you're saying kind of thing like they're not a contender for rehabilitation yeah um okay the business person and the manufacturer are more important than the writer and the artist I strongly disagree (laughs) yeah I strongly disagree too I think that I think that the writer and the artist are more important if anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think that all people are important. Like, I, yeah. I do think that, again, like, that's, like, what makes our society valuable is is having aces in their places and having people be able to flourish within what they're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, mothers may have careers, but... <sighs> uh, mothers may have careers, but their first duty is to be homemakers. I strongly disagree. I strongly agree. Yeah. <laughs> a sl- a backslash S. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, no, I strongly disagree. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, multinational companies are unethically exploiting the plant genetic resources of developing countries. I-, I strongly agree. Yeah, I said agree because I don't have enough, like I haven't r- researched it and I don't know enough about it, but I wouldn't doubt that that's happening. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Um, making peace with the establishment is an, is an important aspect of maturity. I disagree. Oh, I agreed. This is my thing. Is Making like, peace with the establishment of my dead body. Okay, but making, <laughs> this is how I saw it, is like making peace with the fact that like we do have like a government and I need to make peace with the fact that like I, I have a choice and I've chosen the leader and I just have to make peace with the fact that, like, I want to take the good and, like, the bad is just there. Okay, I guess I see a difference between making peace with the establishment and making peace with your position within the establishment. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, like because, like, yeah, like, I'm a part of the society that I don't have a choice around. I have peace around that because I'm like, nothing I can fucking do about that fact. Right. But I don't have peace with the establishment in general. Because okay. I will contest it okay. until the day I die. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say disagree. Um, astrology accurately explains many things. 
I said strongly disagree. I feel like this is going to be a... It is going to be controversial. controversial. I'm going to say disagree because... I'm looking at the camera because I know people are going to be upset about this because I don't know enough. Mm. So I I know that there's people that really, really strongly believe in it. And I'm sure that there's reasons for that beyond just like, you know, your feelings kind of thing. Um, So I just don't know enough. So I'm going to say disagree currently. Um, You cannot be moral without being religious. Fucking strongly disagree. Yeah, I strongly disagree to that. Um, charity is better than social security as a means of helping the genuinely disadvantaged. Strongly disagree. Yeah, strongly disagree. I think that it's amazing that so much of our society is charitable, truly. And But it shouldn't no, be a but necessity. It, but it shouldn't be a necessity yeah. is absolutely correct. I don't think that you should have to have a GoFundMe so that you can afford asthma inhalers or, or yeah. cancer treatment or whatever. I think that that should be your right as a citizen yeah like i think charity is a natural response to a broken system yeah so um some people are naturally unlucky i don't think people are naturally unlucky i think people are naturally disadvantaged as a result of our society so i guess i'll say agree oh i said disagree because i don't think it comes down to luck i think it comes down to systemic system yeah issues exactly okay well well no you go you it's not supposed to be too hard thought about no i know but i i'm not trying to like convince you on my i'm just explaining but i hmm i'm gonna say agree because i think based on like what they're trying to convey yeah okay um it is important that my child's school instills religious values disagree strongly yeah i said strongly disagree Finally, I look at sex. <laughs> um, sex outside marriage is usually immoral. I strongly disagree. Yeah, I strongly disagree. Um, a same-sex couple in a stable, loving relationship should not be excluded from the possibility of a child adoption. Strongly agree. This page like went so fast for me. I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pornography depicting consenting adults should be legal for the adult population. Strongly agree. Yeah, same. Um, what goes on in private bedroom between consenting adults is no business of the state. I had to consenting think about, adults yeah. yes <laughs> I had to think about agree. that one because I was like wait but then it said adults also because yeah. I was like I mean yeah animals, I, know, I was like, I was like in a kid or something yeah but it said consenting adults, adults yeah. yeah um so strongly agree no one can feel naturally homosexual <laughs> strongly disagree <laughs> so like, but that's um, the thing is like it pains me to know that there's probably people out there who are like opposing us on those yeah. ones which is just like I mean again everybody has their own opinions but doesn't mean you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> these days, openness about sex has gone too far. I strongly disagree. Yeah, I, I think I said disagree because I still think that there's like a time and place where you can't be like maybe talking about, you know, certain things because I wouldn't be like talking to my boss about the massage I got yesterday if they're like my higher, higher, higher up. But I think that it should be akin or it could be akin to like I got a massage last night. I had sex last night. <laughs> getting that. Getting that. Yeah. Um, I would say strongly disagree just because um, of how stigmatized it still is. Right. Yeah. So that's that. Now let's see where I stand. Okay. What's your political compass, Alyssa? My political compass is economic. Le- uh, sorry. Economic left right is negative 5.25. So I'm like left. And then I'm social libertarian authoritarian 5.44. So I'm. I'm like left libertarian. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> That's where my little dot is. Oh, wow. You're more liberal than I am. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Basically, my graph shows that I'm right in the middle 
of left. And I'm a little bit more left than that. Yeah. Three spots away from being extreme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anytime that anyone calls me an extremist, I can be like, no, I'm a, I'm a middle leftist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but interestingly, I'm not too far away from Gandhi, which makes me happy. Um, I, yeah, same. He was a little bit more towards the equator, though. Yeah. <laughs> towards the equator. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm definitely not over by Hitler, which is nice. I'm actually very much opposing Hitler. You're like actually like the farthest from Hitler almost you could be. Take that, internet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. You're like pretty far down there in the anarchy situation. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Because here's anarchy. Yeah. I'm dangerously close to anarchy, one could say. (laughs) I'm not surprised even slightly. No, I knew that I was going to be a little bit more in the middle than you. But I, I'm not surprised that I'm on a leaning to the left. Yeah, <laughs> that's just a touch. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that. Hopefully, that was somewhat interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a little scary putting like your entirety, mm-hmm. the entirety of your political views out on the internet. I mean, I feel like people in, already know. <laughs> yeah, like in so many words, read between the lines, kind of situation. Like, yeah. it's pretty fucking apparent. Yeah, the anarchy runs deep. Yeah. I'm not as in much this of an, blood. not as much of an anarchist as you are, but uh, all right. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and watching another episode of Approachable. Yeah, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.